I appreciate anybody who has stopped by to listen to my voice and listen to what I have to say. I'm going to make this very quick and sweet. This is my first time actually doing a podcast. So thank you guys for once again for stopping by and checking. So me, my name is Brandon Flores. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. I grew up in this city all my life, born and raised here as a Texas boy. And I don't want to change. (laughs) I want to stay here for the rest of my life. But you never know. Things happen throughout life. So I might have to move eventually. But I grew up here all my life. I went to um, Daggett Elementary, Daggett Middle School, and Pasco High School. That's This is for anybody who has grew up in the south side of Fort Worth. You know those schools because those are the ghetto schools. Those are the places where all the bad things happen. You know, fights, drugs, anything like that. Anything crazy you can think of. We had it at those schools. And so, as you heard from the trailer of this podcast, you know, I want to get a little bit deep into who I am as a person. You know, why should you even value my time? You know, whatever. I don't know. But maybe once you listen to this a little bit more, uh, you'll have a, a sense of uh, of hope. A sense of, okay, I can trust this guy. You know, he's pretty chill. He's pretty laid back. And so, I want to get right into my story, my life, and some of the experiences that I've, you know, went through. And so today, uh, I'm going to emphasize a lot on um, a word called baggage. I'm going to keep using this word baggage quite a bit. So if you keep hearing me say the word baggage, you know exactly why I'm saying it. So I grew up in a Hispanic household. I am African-American and Hispanic. And my mother, uh, rest in peace, she passed away when I was two years old. She was African-American. My dad is Hispanic. At that time, my father was in and out of prison, wasn't really around to take care of me. So he left me to stay with his parents, which are my grandparents. And they taught me how to speak Spanish. So yo puedo hablar en español también. You know, that's for Spanish speakers, people who listen to that. They knew what I just said. So, yes, I can speak Spanish and I have curly hair. You can obviously tell when you look at me that I have some kind of mixture. Um, I I grew up in their household all my life from a child all the way up into high school. Uh, we moved to different houses, but most of the time that I grew up in elementary school and middle school, I... Um, I what you would call it. <laughs> I grew up in that particular household and it was very challenging because people were not helpful and they did the best that they could do. You know, they provided food, shelter, uh even clothing at times. But there was no spiritual guidance. There was no, you know, figure. There was no father figure. There was no mother figure in my life at that time. And it was very difficult for me to just grow up in an environment like that because as you know a child who grows up without their parents are more susceptible to certain things whether it's you know insecurities whether it's anxiety whether it's depression you know us as human beings were pre-wired to be in relationship with our parents and so when we don't have that relationship with them it's very difficult for people to just grow up 
and I was one of those kids who had problems in school. I never really understood my identity. I always wanted to fit in with everybody else because I felt like I wasn't getting accepted at home. So I would do all the stupid things you can think of in school. I would flirt with girls, cheat on them behind their backs. I would smoke weed, skip school, uh, you name it. I've probably done it. I've been to parties. I've, you know, took shots before. I've stole, like, the list goes on and on and on. And, you know, I, like I said, I didn't have anybody to show me the right path. And so a lot of my actions created a lot of difficulty for me in the future. And I didn't even think about my actions at the time. I just felt like it was good. I felt like it was something that I should do because it felt good. It felt like it was right. And I was led by my feelings, not knowing that in the end, I could possibly reap destruction. Now, today, being 22 years old, I have seen a lot of different issues in my life that revolve around some of the particular mistakes I made in the past. And so I've carried baggage. I've had baggage on before. And it's difficult to walk normally when you have something weighing you down, something that's holding you back from your true purpose in this life. So that's what I went through in a nutshell. I've even experienced bullying in high school, even in middle school, just because I was trying to fit in. And, you know, some people rub you the wrong way, you rub them the wrong way. And there's conflict. And I happen to be one of the people who would rub others the wrong way. And so I always struggled with my identity and trying to fit in in these circles. And it was just very, very annoying. I'm not even going to lie. (laughs) If I can go back in time and talk to 16-year-old version of myself, I would probably slap myself with a water bottle. That's a water bottle in the background. Use this water bottle and smack myself because I've made some crazy mistakes. So fast forward 2020, the best year on this planet, right? Everybody loves 2020. It's the craziest year we've ever experienced. And I don't know. The year's not over with. I can't tell you what's going to happen next, but I do know that we're still here. And if you're listening to this podcast, thank you once again for actually stopping by and taking time out of your day to enjoy a random man in Fort Worth, Texas, who's telling you about his life. So baggage. 2020. One of the craziest years has revealed a lot of my problems in life. And yes, I will be talking about my problems because we love to put on facades and act like everything is good. And we cheer people on whenever they're experiencing blessings in their life and they're going crazy. You know, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. God bless you did that. Okay, cool. I'm not against that. But let's let's talk about our problems. We have problems. If you're a human being, you have problems. And I happen to be one of those people who has problems (laughs) and so one of the problems that I deal with is not knowing how to stay committed to something whether it's a job whether it's a particular role in ministry whether it's a relationship whether it's you know paying off something commitment is something that I deal with today and it's a struggle for me And I wrestle with this every day because, like I said, things that I've done in the past 
are affecting me today in the future in the present so let me go back into my past a little bit what was the problem with commitment the examples that i had around me were faulty were shaky i grew up with uncles as well who were all a part of quote unquote the church and they said they loved god but their lives the way they lived it was very evident and i saw things that today we would consider hypocrisy in the church. We would say things like, oh, they're being a hypocrite or whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I saw these examples of things they did like, you know, drugs, getting drunk every weekend, bringing a new woman over every weekend. And just seeing those examples, you know, there was never any commitment. They never stayed committed to the same female. They never stayed committed to the faith that they proclaimed to have. And so that integrated in my mindset and you know the term you're a product of your environment to me that's very true and I became a product of my environment you know just not having a consistent dad in my life not seeing a good example of what commitment actually looks like translated over for me not having any commitment in particular areas and so 2016 I gave my life to Jesus hallelujah praise God amen yep a dab hit dab um, and my whole perspective changed. I felt like I knew what my purpose was in this life. I knew that there was a God and that he wanted to have a personal relationship with me. And so once I came to that understanding, I realized that the God that I serve, the God that I follow has always stayed committed to us. He stays committed to all of humanity, even me personally, he gives us breath to breathe every single day. He doesn't have to, but he's committed to it because he loves us. You know, he's given us an opportunity to have these things around us to enjoy. It's not because we deserve it. It's because he's faithful. It's because he commits to his character. And so once I saw the true example of what actual commitment was, I began to freak out. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I have to follow that example. I was like, man, Jesus, you read the story of Jesus. He has many, 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 many different stories. But, you know, the one about him going to the cross, he knew his mission and he stayed committed to the work of the cross. He stayed committed to what he had to do, his mission, his purpose. And we are called as human beings, as sons and daughters of the living God, to mirror his life and how do we mirror his life we, we we put the practice the things that he practiced and what is one of the things he's practiced commitment so like i said in 2020 a lot of things have been revealed in you know certain areas where i'm struggling at and commitment happens to be one of those things that is just up in the air for me right now and if i'm being honest with you i don't have a, a good footing on it at the moment that we speak right now, I can say that there are certain areas where I've improved that in commitment, but other areas where I feel like I'm still mm, kind of shaky. So, for example, you know, I serve in youth ministry and young adult ministry as well. And one of the things that I deal with is having to, you know, consistently be there throughout a weekly basis and. You know, just being a voice to the voiceless and just being able to present the word of God, but also live it out to them and show them what it's like to be a believer 
And so I committed to the schedule of being there at a particular time and making sure things are set up. So, you know, I can have commitment in those areas, but then I can be, you know, struggling with another thing like, uh, I don't know, working out. Working out is something that takes discipline and commitment, but yet I continually make excuses. And I'll have some good days. I'll be like five days in a row. I'm looking like John Cena, feeling like John Cena, and then... One lazy day turns into two lazy days and two lazy days turns into three lazy days and it's literally affects a lot of the areas in my life. And those are just kind of minor things and I can get deeper into that. But today I just want to focus on some, you know, one of the topics, one of the little things like committing to church, committing to gym, stuff like that. We could talk about that, too, like getting deeper into what I just said. But those are just two examples of what I'm trying to get at. And so. I want to read something real quick to you guys, and this is very, very simple. It's very practical, and it's helped me out, and I pray that this will bless you as well because I know for a fact it has blessed me, and it's very, very, very important for us to recognize that us as human beings, we are flawed. We are in need of someone to comfort us, someone to save us. And for me, it is Jesus himself. Jesus himself and his words are powerful. And so today I'm going to read a scripture to you guys out of uh, Matthew chapter 11. And we're going to be reading in verse 28. And I'm already there. So it says right here, one of the most famous passages in scripture, come to me all you who are labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So these are the words of Jesus himself. And there's we can break down every single word and go into the Greek and try to figure out, you know, the mysteries of God. But in a simple term, you know, in a simple explanation, if you're carrying something that's holding you down, something that's, you know, holding you back from walking into your true destiny and your true purpose in life, Jesus himself says to come to him come to him how do we come to him you know scripture tells us to be humble god says that he resists the proud and gives grace to the humble what does humility look like humility simply looks like us understanding our position as human beings we understand that we are created in the image of god we are more precious uh than animals than he has created you know, the, the dogs, everything else, the freaking squirtles, the Charizards, we're more precious than they, than they are in God's eyes, but we are no better than God himself. And once we realize that we are in dire need of a savior and we have to accept that we are, in fact, in danger of being eternally separated from God and that our faith in Christ is what bridges the gap between man and God. Once we truly understand those concepts, then we can truly walk in freedom. We can truly rest in him. We can truly come to him by understanding the fact that we are in need of Jesus. All of humanity is in dire need of Jesus.
America is in need of Jesus. And so if you are carrying something that is lowing, you know, holding you down, something that's holding you back, something that's just something that (laughs) it's impossible for you to move, you're hurt, you're in pain, you know, you, you need help, you're drowning. God is here. Jesus is here. And right now, if you're listening to this podcast, close your eyes. I challenge you to close your eyes. This is for anybody who's a Christian and anybody who's not a Christian. Close your eyes. And I I ask you to just think about yourself for a second. Give yourself an, an analysis. Think about some of your flaws and the way that you deal with them. Is it the right way? Are you doing it God's way? Are you doing it your way? And I pray for you. I pray anybody really who's listening to my voice that if you're struggling right now with being burdened down by the world's problems and by circumstances that you've experienced throughout your life, I pray that you will come to him and that you will trust his character. For he says right here, once again, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, simply meaning that he will replace the weight. Walking and following Jesus is freedom. You don't, you're not weighed down by anything no long, you, anymore. You're no longer weighed down by anxiety. You're no longer weighed down by stress. You're no longer you're weighed down by circumstances or insecurities. You are in the palms of your father. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you learned a little bit about who I am. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will come to the truth and that you will walk in freedom. Thank you, guys.